As always, I am joined by the Wizard of White Trash, my main man, Per Simmons. What's up, guys? What's up, Landon? Good to see you again. I haven't talked to you in a bit, I guess. Yeah, dude, snapping necks and casting checks, picking locks and licking cocks, dude. Just doing what we do, baby. Yeah, man, that sounds cool. <laughs> All those things. Picking locks and, did you say sucking cocks? It's terrible. And licking cocks, dude. Picking locks and licking cocks, man. Back at it with the action. Fucking, uh, dude, just, you know, it took a couple of days. We're just Anne Franking it out in the fucking attic, taking some time, fucking hiding out and uh, recuperating and getting back to what we do, dude. Go to the desert and fucking fast for the 12 days and eat some peyote you know what I mean? Oh, I went to the desert, but I didn't fast. All I ate was ass. <laughs> That's awesome. That sounds super cool. <laughs> yeah, it was sick, dude. Shout out Planet Hollywood. Yes. Shout out the... Uh, dude, so yeah, we booked that fucking room, and I thought I just got a regular cabana or whatever, but it was the deluxe... Yeah, it went all fancy style, right? Dude, it was the deluxe cabana. It was three times the size of all the other ones. It was so sick. <laughs> See, I had too much space. <laughs> dude, we showed up, and the dude was like, oh, so you're Mr. Big Baller. And the chick I was with looked at me, and she was like, you're Mr. Big Baller? And I was like, no, 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 no. You, you sorely have me mistaken, sir. It's hilarious. Uh, and so it, we just booked it at the right time, and we got a good sale on it. It was in the corner. It was three times the size of all the other cabanas and shit. And You're like, uh, fuck little shitty cabanas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, yeah, fuck y'all. And so <laughs> that's, the coolest, that's the coolest where you got that one. Dude, my cousin was uh, in Vegas for a wedding already, him and his girlfriend. So they came down to the cabana, and then her homegirl was there. And then... Uh, we did that for the day, and then we went back down, and there was another, like, we saw this, the only other heavily tattooed couple we saw was this, like, they were, like, they looked to be, like, in their 40s, but it was this dude, like, this big-ass fool with a bald head and a curled mustache and circular glasses. He looked like tattooed, <laughs> he looked like tattooed Bronson, and then, awesome. and then his chick was, like, this hot little, like, fucking blonde chick. And so then we went back to the pool the next day, and they fucking called us over to the other side of the pool. They had bottle service, and they were like, we were looking at you guys like, you're the only other cool tattooed people out here and shit. And then, like, we partied with them. We went to their room, and it was, like, this huge, crazy suite. And then we went out for food and shit with them. They paid for all the food, all the drinks, all the Ubers, everything. And then we left abruptly, but we're pretty sure they were going to try to fuck us. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? They were like, let's let us get you all wined up and dined up and we'll fucking take you back to our suite. Wine dined in 69, brother. Yeah. Put it in your fucking perineum. <laughs> is it is it pronounced perineum or perineum? Uh, I guess like whatever you do, whatever you taint, you know what I mean? Hey, you know why they call it your taint? Whatever tickles your, whatever tickles your fancy. Dude, you know uh, what? You know yeah, what? Yeah, uh, taint your fucking... What is it? Cause taint your balls and taint your butt. Yeah. Did you, did you say that shit? And that fucking guy cracked up whenever like last time. You know what I mean? Oh, that was fucking so good. That's the uh, the old devil's driveway, as we call it, round my neck of the woods. That's one fucking fatal lick from the balls down to a mouthful of fucking man butt, girl. <laughs> Like, how close do you want to get? A hundred percent, dude. The road gets rockier the whole way. Dude, Satan's slippery slope and the devil's driveway. One and the same. Oh, man. That's so gross. That's funny. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, 
I think just to like kind of negate all the dumb shit we just talked about, uh, today's subject, we're going to get into a little bit of humility, maybe a little bit of ego death, um, and talk about some of these things about the way you brought it up to me so abruptly was like, as soon as you think you're getting good is the second you fucking slip, right? Yeah, I think it's also a kind of a, we were saying that it's like a, I think we've kind of touched on it some other episodes, but it's also, I feel like this has, this is like literally something that's ongoing. Like this is not something that's like you work on, you fix it and it goes away. This is something that's like for the rest of our lives, we're going to have to like remember uh, that we don't know a motherfucking thing. You know what I mean? We're still kind of like lost in a fog of like, ignorance and it's like impossible to know yeah like everything obviously you know what i'm saying so you're always going to be kind of like only seeing things from one perspective yeah 100 percent. yeah and then it's like uh it's really easy it's really easy to get it's like really you know comfortable with the world and the world that you live in the world you create in your own mind and say that uh you know you know you know what's going on you know what's happening and you you know uh that you you know what i'm saying that you're right or whatever, but, uh, it's, yeah, I, mean, is. I, I feel like it also does like roll into like, I, I, we didn't say this word when we were talking about this, but the word that comes to my mind is like complacency almost. Yeah. 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 I think it's super, super easy to fucking, like, I think that's what happens is you're like, I, I'm good enough. I'm fine. I'm, I'm exactly where I need to be. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. I know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm happy and I'm happy with myself. Yeah. I think that's like a big, big part of it. Like, I think we were saying like there has to be some sort of like part of it. It's, it's like, you know, like not like uh, self-loathing necessarily, but I feel like the, the, there's a, the honest part is like admitting admitting that you're flawed is a is a beautiful thing, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Like we're not we're not we're never not perfect. We're never going to be perfect. We're not trying to be perfect here. Maybe uh, there maybe. should be like a, a slight level of anxiety or, or discomfort with the things that you're doing. Sometimes yeah, I don't know. Definitely, that's health. That is healthy. That's like a, that Mark Manson dude talks about that shit sometimes about like how like it, you, you don't need to be this like happy person all the fucking time. Yeah. Something wrong with those motherfuckers. Yeah. No, for <laughs> real. There's all serial killers are Mormons. And, and but also that being said, like I try to be happy all the time. You know what I mean? I just like find it more pleasant to live that way. You know what I mean? Uh, but I think the, the the truth is, is like it's okay. To, like I feel like that you're gonna you're 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 always working on something. The second you figure out that, that you feel comfortable, like you got shit fucking figured out, is that that's whenever you fucking like, found your next flaw. You know what I mean? Like that's literally that happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred um, percent. I definitely don't disagree with that by any means. It's like. Uh, it, it is like, uh, wait, there's a term, it's complacency breeds uh, room from error. I, I'm probably fucking that up in some way. I'm sure that's not exactly I what not it is. I think it's like that. I think you're right. Like, that's where, like, the, that's where, like, comes the mistakes or something, right? Yeah, it's, you know, like, once you me, get... Whenever you're coming, with, I mean, like, do you, could you think of maybe a story that you could tell us that would, uh, you know, maybe have something to do with that or... Yeah, hundred percent. Your life, maybe. Or... Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I could jump in. There's one, and then there's one that I got from my fucking kick to the balls, which is a little. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was talking about. Your kick, but by now I'm just joking around. But yeah, dude. You know, I get bored. I mean, tough? yeah, that happens to me a lot. Where I'm like, oh, I got this, and then next thing I know, kicking the balls. <laughs> it's like I got this. I got this. Oh, I don't got this. I don't got this. <laughs> 
It's like yeah, everybody. Like, you have the whole, whole, whole lot, dude. You know what I mean? Everybody knows like, how to swim until they try to swim out to the buoy at fucking Temple Lake Park and drown. Well, dude, you know it happens a lot with while I'm riding too. Like I feel like I always have to be kind of a little bit scared. You know, I try. You, you don't want to be scared when you're riding BMX because you're you need that confidence to fucking do things, right? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, there's that. I don't know. It's, it's, I think it's it's respect. <laughs> but, and also, like, you got to pay respect to what you're doing because if you don't, then what you're doing yeah. can kick. Like, it's throwing, like, don't just throw <laughs> caution to the wind because that caution might be there for a reason, right? The, 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 the barracks going to bite you if you're not careful. You know what I'm saying? The fucking, like, whenever you're sticking your head in the crocodile's mouth, you got to fucking be always knowing that the crocodile might bite you in the, the fucking face. Yeah, you know dude. I mean? Nobody wants to go full Joe Dirt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's he, uh, what's, what's he say <laughs> in the movie when he's like. He's like, I might. Really? <laughs> oh, I do it all the time. But he's like, he's like, I got a match. Your ass in my face. I mean. <laughs> oh, man, it's so good. Yeah, but it, it, it really is like, it's that level. It's that second you let your guard down, that second that you're like, oh, I got this, where you just like aren't cautious when like all sure of that's- it's kind of similar with that like, you do like you're doing your MMA and like wrestling and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah, and and it is like the second where I'm like sparring with somebody and I'm like, oh, I'm beating the fuck out of this dude. Like I might be beating the fuck out of him the whole time we're sparring, but the second where I'm like, oh, I got this, I got this. Next thing you know, the fucking dude that I've been beating the shit out of tags the fuck out of me, and I'm like, uh, uh, uh. yeah, 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 for sure. That's that's how it always happens. And it's what's funny is like. If you're ever, like, fighting and shit like that that happens, that's whenever you're just, like, bang, and you get, like, kind of, like, knocked for a second. That shit fucking scares you, you know what I mean? Like, you put your hands down and try to do some cocky Conor McGregor shit real quick, and the next thing you know, you're just like, oh, I almost got knocked out for being an asshole. Did you, have you had that happen to you before, too? Oh, yeah, like you, seven or eight you times. You the Conor McGregor, dude? I'm a lanky motherfucker, dude. I got to. <laughs> fucking... Noodle legs McNasty on the beat, boy. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Yeah, it, it it is like uh and you know, honestly, that that punch in the nose, that metaphorical punch in the nose isn't necessarily a bad thing because it does bring you back to reality. Right, yeah, it, it it brings you right back to it quick, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're like regular fucking like understanding again. You know, you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Snap, crackle, and pop. Your face just took a cock, dude. Like, <laughs> you got a lot of cocks to the face references tonight. Yeah, dude. I, you know, I've got dick on the mind. <laughs> oh, man. But it is, uh, you know, it, it is just like a fast punch back to reality when you're, you know, you get complacent, you get, like, it breeds room for fuck-ups, for errors, for, for you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they're also, like, a, like the air, like arrogance also, like, is kind of what I did. Maybe you do, like, a little bit of an unattractive thing sometimes. It's, it's like, good to be, like, confident, you know what I mean? But, like, arrogance is a little bit different than that. You yeah, know what I mean? And that's kind of, like, a sort of similar attitude and I, stuff, right? I, I lived my life a long time singing Kid kid Rock lyrics in my head saying, you know, they say I'm cocky and I say what? It ain't bragging, motherfucker, if you back it up. But sometimes you can't back it up, brother. <laughs> oh, bless you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about your kick. Yeah, let's talk about the kick, right? Yeah, yeah. So let's just roll on into this where, so I've done like 80 straight razor shaves now. 
And today was the first time I've, I've done like 80 of these motherfuckers and I've never cut anybody. And today was the first time where I ever took my eye off the ball. I got some new razor blades that were like the premium deluxe versions of the ones I normally use. It's $11 for a hundred of them and not fucking $7 for a hundred of them. And uh, I got some new Turkish fucking uh, shaving gel and, you know, get everybody all lathered and slathered. Yeah, dude, lathered and slathered and fucking squirting and hurting, apparently. Uh, but I just, uh, man, I, 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 it's the first time where I ever remember not having a conscious thought and just being like, oh, man, these new blades, this new shit's cutting so well. And I was just going so far down the fucking thing on this like the first side sideburn shave was sick and then the second one i was just like it was the only time i can ever remember not exactly knowing directly what the fuck was happening while i was doing a shave and like halfway through the stroke my homie was like oh fuck and uh you know i i like it's a dude who I've shaved like yeah. one, once a week. Like it's a dude yeah, I shave like more. I cut somebody with a straight razor. It's kind of a pretty uncomfortable feeling, anyways. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you know, when, especially like when you when you're unknowing of it like that. You know what I mean? When they when they're the ones who are like they're like fuck, and then you're just like huh? Oh shit! You're bleeding a lot. <laughs> and like that was. <laughs> And that's like the the hard thing too is because it was like this is a fool who I shave like once or twice a week like the dude I shave more than anybody like uh, you know what I mean like there's shit there's like a level of confidence and like I've never cut this fool I've never cut anybody and then like dude I cut him like half the length of the razor blade itself like I cut that motherfucker like you could, I, you could like speed a blade and print on his face bro it was like an inch and. So, like, it was so bad that, like, the two barbers next to me, they weren't doing anything. They didn't have any cuts, but they were just like, oh, shit. And they, like, grabbed, one of them grabbed, like, Nick powder, and the other one grabbed, like, gauze. The other, and, like, I grabbed disinfectant, and all three of us are, like, trying to stop the bleeding on his fucking face. I mean, it's pretty hard to go deep enough to fuck somebody up. Like, you have to... Yeah, you, you fuck them up, but, like, it's just gonna bleed, like you said, face bleeds a lot. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not only that, like, it's, it's a really clean, clean, clean cut. Which means yeah, the blood's just gonna start pouring out. You Dude, know what I mean? and like, it's it's like I've been cut when other people because I let people practice shaving on me all the time because I'm like, yo, if you cut me, it's not a big deal, whatever. A lot of the times, you don't even know you're cut until the end of the <laughs> shave, and they put aftershave on you, and you're like, oh, like you're like ready to die. I'm shaving people's legs and shit like that. Like I did it today when I, I just uh, shaving an elbow, and like you kind of scrape the top layer of the skin off, sort of. You know what I'm saying? Like it happens sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like. And nobody ever notices when I do it. When it whenever it's like, because it's a it's a you know plastic razor. So this is like a safety lot of, razor, safer. You know what I mean? So, but like it does. They, they don't even they don't even like realize it. That they they'll, they'll bleed like a motherfucker from that shit too. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. It was such a clean cut and like blood I, over stencil. Dude, and <laughs> I was like. It was cool because he was really cool about it, bro. Like he's one of my homies too. Like, and but he was just like, "Damn fool, they're gonna have to start calling me Scarface now, huh, fool?" Like, of course he's gonna bust my fucking balls about it, you know. But he was like, yeah. really. He even I was like, "Oh shit!" And like, he was like, "Well, you're not gonna shave the other side, pussy. Just do it." Like, yeah, you know? he made you finish it. Yeah, he was like, just he's like, you can't leave me bleeding and uneven. Go shave the other side. So I was like, all right, all right. 
It's super tame. So, like, yeah, that dude's reaction to it was cool, but it was just, like, it's the first time I've ever done that to somebody, and it was very sobering because it was, like, the first time where I ever, like, went on autopilot while I was shaving somebody, which it reminded me not to fucking... You're, like, thinking about something else so deeply that you kind of forget what you're doing. And it reminded... It was like, yo, I'm not that good. Terrifying. It was a smack in the face telling me, like, okay, I'm not that good. I need to pay attention. And For I'm real. really happy I did it on another barber student and not a... F- See, sometimes that happens, like, while I'm tattooing. It'll be, like, right after we've gotten high, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, like, I'll be working on something sort of technical, you know what I mean? And, like, literally, like, wanting to panic because I'm, like, like I wish all these other thoughts would just go out of my head so I could concentrate on tattooing, you know what I mean? Like... Like, you're like, I've been tattooing for a little bit now and I can't remember any part of it. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're the only person I know that like, it's like, not only will I get drunk, but you'll get drunk as you're tattooing me. Yeah, or like, I, I, try to, I try to do that so much anymore, you know what I mean? Like, when it's me and you, it's like, there's there's several stories or, or several memories of like, one-eyed purr tattooing me and all the tattoos came out sick. I'm, like I said, I've, I've definitely done quite a few of them like that. It's not... And it's like, <laughs> that's something to be really proud of i guess <laughs> i mean sort of i think it's impressive they the shame in there and that's what we were talking about though you need that shame that's that that's the part that let's remember i think that's what it's like uh when we first start talking about this like remember that you're always like a scumbag you know what i mean like we're always going to be kind of like shitty people a little bit you know what i mean like <laughs> change these things about myself but you know what i mean like i'll probably no matter how much i change and uh do things i'll probably always still still be a little bit shitty 100 percent, dude i'll be 100 percent shitty <laughs> was it uh 60 of the time i'll be shitty 100 percent of the time <laughs> what's that from sex panther anchorman <laughs> Oh, that's rad. When he's like, Sex Panther, he's like, you know, 60% of the time, it works every time. (laughs) And then they fucking sprayed him down, and the two dudes with the fucking, the, the, like, hazard suits on, and they're like, this is worse than the time the raccoon got stuck in the copy machine. And she's like, it smells like a a diaper filled with Indian food and burnt hair. (laughs) Well, fucking A. Did yeah, so what uh you wanna lean into your Yeah, I got my kick, I guess, real quick. Uh uh so we're planning a trip this summer, you know what I mean? Like me and the family. We've been kinda like I think we talked about this a little bit uh, probably the previous episode where we're gonna try to like go Trans America to the coast, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely like been bigger in our minds than it like we you know what I'm saying? We are still trying to get our heads wrapped around what's really, really happening. And we only have like four weeks before we leave, you know what I mean? So it's coming really, really, really quick. And so uh, I think like we're kind of feeling the stress of that happening a little bit, you know what I mean? And still trying to make plans about it. And we're still like working on route out. And like this whole time we're like, I was planning on going to Kentucky, you know what I mean? And I was like, I'm so close there that I may as well go to DC. You know what I mean? Then I'll just go to DC all the way down to Georgia. And it was just like, it, was, it turned out to be like fucking like 30, 35, Hundred miles, fucking like twenty-two stops. You know what I'm saying? And like, fucking like, it's like a Metallica world tour, dude. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's it's just like it's just too much. It would only be like at the most like two two days at each spot. I'm like, that's not enough time there. You know, it's like opposite of what I wanted. You know, and like, well, then I started getting like like kind of like 
stressed and like mad about it. Like, well, this is like not what I really want to do. I was like, but I do want to do this. This is, I've been trying, I've been spending all this money trying to get it done. And then I'm like back and forth, like wrestling in my head of like, where do I want to try to do this shit? And so I'm like trying to like, I made like this map and a fucking like calendar thing of the DC trip. And that was like a really, really, really like bad morning because I was like, it was stressing me the fuck out. Oh, I bet. You know what I mean? Like it was like, because the more and more I'm like doing it and like trying to put it on paper, the more and more I'm realizing this is going to be hell and hard. We could do it. I think we could do it, but it would just be like grueling and terrible kind of, you know what I mean? I'm like, it'd be pretty hardcore, dude. I I didn't want to do it to my family. My kids are still pretty young. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're little fuckers, man. And then, like, everybody's just exhausted from summer, you know what I mean? Like, so, like, that, uh, as it was happening, like, my son, he's, like, trying to get attention because he's a young boy in the morning, you know what I'm saying? And he's, like, super, super funny in the morning, too, so he's being really, like, goofy. Yeah, he's he's just spazzing out, basically. And anytime, anytime a kid knows you're trying to fucking do something... They're going to fuck with your attention. It's like, dude, he walks in and he's just like, it smells like bitch in here. And just like, yeah, he, he hones he, in on the weakness. Yeah, I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to like do my taxes. You know what I mean? He hones in know. on the weakness, dude. Oh, no. They fucking know. You yeah, know they can saying? smell that shit, dude. Yeah, for real. And so fucking, <laughs> like, uh, I'm like, getting <laughs> aggravated, like yelling at Sally and yelling at the kid. And, like, just being like, this is horrible you know this is gonna be fucking bad you know what i mean it's just like it's just like kind of like a really 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 like honestly i would say like i was this like, a lot of it was fear you know what i'm saying i had to say that like probably it was like fear of like what am i doing because like, i knew it was all self-created like i'm the one that created this trip i'm the one, I'm the one that said i want to do this we, i'm the one that bought the camper you know what i mean like but yeah i was still like trying to torture ourselves you know what i mean and so like yeah it was just like a fucking like really ugly ugly thing i felt like i i, I was I felt ugly afterwards, you know what I'm saying? And like, like you said, really upset about it. But uh, yeah, that was the, the, the next morning like, in light of that, you know what I'm saying? We figured out the route we want to do and it's perfect. It's super easy and it cuts out about like 800 miles. What is uh what's the new plan? We just go straight to Savannah and then go up to Myrtle Beach. And then and back. Then come back home. And it's still it's still a loop. It's like a figure eight loop, and it still allows me to go to like seventy percent of all the other destinations that I wanted to go to. It just cuts out like all the northern half of it, and it makes more sense because this was always supposed to be a beach trip, not you know what I mean. Another like you know what I mean. It was never supposed to be like to the north. Yeah. But it just got you just kept going further and further north. It's like you know what I mean. Because I was like, oh, I'm already there. I'm already there. You know Might as I mean? well go to Niagara Falls. Yeah, yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> I, I'm definitely one of those guys where my fucking eyes are always bigger than my mouth. You know what I'm saying? I always fucking, I'm quick to bite off more than I can chew sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent, dude. Yeah, that that was like a really like, uh, I think that like I, I, you know, you, like sometimes you get a mirror held up to you. That was different. That was more like uh, being in that. I felt like being in the turmoil. Like it was just like. I could feel myself burning. It wasn't like I could see it. I didn't. It wasn't that I could see it in the mirror. I could feel myself fucking burning and just being like, "Ah, I did this to myself." <laughs> you know, it's. I think it's pretty sick though that you were like able to catch it before it like 
before you like went all in on it and then you were just like oh shit oh fuck oh shit oh fuck you know yeah, like I, I feel like, like it's, it, and honestly it still might be that way like <laughs> that's what it's still like over 2,000 miles you know what I'm saying like it's still a fucking I mean it's pretty lot. hardcore dude yeah but the, the, now now we can stay at each destination like four days if we want and uh, I don't know, I don't know if you guys caught this or not, but Simmons Family Band is going on a fucking cross American tour this summer. Catch them at your local fucking shit dive bar venue, fucking rocking you know, out, dude. You know, it's funny is like um, we're gonna take some instruments. And I was telling the kids, I was like, so y'all gonna make like money on this trip? I was like, they're gonna, I was like, oh, you can play tambourine. You can stop a beat on a tambourine. I was like, we're gonna go to the boardwalk. We're gonna make some fucking money with this shit. <laughs> they don't call it fuck they don't call Branson Music City for nothing, brother. Get out there and rub some dirt on your face first. That's <laughs> what I told him. I was like, we're gonna make y'all look like dirty kids and we're gonna go out there and get that sympathy money. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like poorly playing Johnny Cash songs. Exactly, you know what I mean? Dude, all they do is like beat beat it out on a tambourine like that, you know what I mean? And the fucking I'll make a week. I'll make Leon dance. Was it rolling, rolling, rolling on the river? That's <laughs> so tight. Big wheels keep on turning, man. Big wheels keep on turning, dude. That's it. That's what it comes down to. And that's what, you know, a little bit of this conversation is about. These big wheels can't always keep on turning. And sometimes it takes going off course to get you right back on the fucking better path than you were on before, but dude. That's the funnest part, too, though. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like, that's the kind of the part that gets you to the the really really good part, right? you know what I mean? Like the, the the shitty parts of like the pain and like the you know what I mean? Like real like having to go through that hellish self realization. I think I talked about on the previous episode about how I fucking overdid it, and it was like all myself that made it happen though. You know what I mean? I kind of only have myself to blame for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. Then, and then what you said the like, that, like, yeah, that's the part that gets you to like, well, like, all right, well at least we. We figured out like our new plan of action. You know what I mean? So now we have a better trip. Well, way, way, way better trip. Like the, the next day, like I did the exact same thing. I made a calendar and I made a fucking like map. And it was like, I was like, we, we were happy. All of us were happy. Same exact situation. Beard already went to school. And so it was just me and Sally and, and Leon. And like, it was just like a much happier, happier experience for all of us. You know what I mean? And so and I was saying like, it's weird that like, you can tell, like, whenever something is a bad idea by how it makes you act. You know, I was telling Sally that like, it's kind of weird that, like, you know, you can tell, like, whenever you're not into something, sometimes you, because I wanted to go to DC, you know what I'm saying? I was just like trying to convince myself this is a good idea. But the way that I'm acting about all of it, the way it's making me feel, helps me understand that it's like, that's a terrible fucking idea. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's, it, I feel like, uh, we often ignore the fact that like maybe your own reactions to things are a dead giveaway of like how you really subconsciously and internally feel about those yeah. things. Well, not, it's not even just like how you made this. That's what I was telling Sally. It's like not even just how you subconsciously feel, but it's also how you read the situation. You know what I'm saying? Like you can, you can like, uh, you can see in the, like far enough into the future to know like what's a good idea and a bad idea sometimes. And it's, you can feel like what repercussions come from that. You know what I mean? So you're like, you're also like receiving information whenever you're like pondering, I guess. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, like, yo, you're writing the TV guide and it's like next week, dad is going to be fucking pissed. Like, 
you know, you're, you're kind of like probing the darkness, you know what I'm saying? And as you're doing it, you get those, those receptions of like, that's, that's definitely like anger right there. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot, there's a lot of anger on this trip direction here. That's, We're just going to block this whole area out and put it in red. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're, let's, let's not do that part. <laughs> Dude, and yeah, that's so what... like I was kind of thinking like it's weird that like maybe your uh your attitude be, could, could be almost like a te- like a, a, a if you if you're not enjoying something you know, if you're like pleased with what you're doing maybe like ask why you know what I'm saying like there should there's probably a reason why you know what I mean like a... <coughs> yeah hundred percent and then one thing that you were saying earlier when we were talking about it it was like when you're you're not in a position to learn something if you already think you know it and that really resonated with me to the point where like i took note of you saying that not to like necessarily get off subject of where what we were talking about but just i I think that's exactly it's it's kind of exactly oh it's pretty much the same thing like if you if you stay in that place you're never gonna be in the place to be able to do more you know what i mean yeah and so like if if i would if, if if you if you just like lock into your dream so hard that you can't see another way around it you're never gonna see the fucking easier path it's like the dudes you see like out here that are like you know i'll go to the rainbow bar right on sunset on the sunset strip and you go out to the rainbow and it's like oh i go out there and i'm like i'll go with my homies you got your drinks before you yeah well sometimes uh But, like, the, well, the Rainbow's, like, Lemmy's Bar and shit. It's, like, a famous oh, rock yeah, and roll yeah, bar yeah. on the sunset. Not the fucking, not LGBTQ Rainbow. That's what I thought you were talking about at first. Sorry. I got no, 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 no. So we'll go to the Rainbow on the Sunset Strip. And yeah. I'll go with, like, my rocker homies or whatever you want to, like, it's, like, skinhead fools, hardcore fools, punk fools. And we'll go and we'll have a good time. And then you'll look around and there's a bunch of 57-year-olds that were, like, my homies are, like, yo, 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 like. Check that fool out. Homeboy never left 1986. But I'm like, no, 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 no. He left 1986 once, but he went to 2004 because now he's wearing fingerless gloves, Ed Hardy scarves and embroidered jeans. And now he hasn't left 2004. But you forget like there's this whole world of other rocker fools that aren't like punk dudes or hardcore dudes or metalheads. Like they're not like dudes that keep up to date with it's like dudes that are still living in like Motley Crue days. And, uh, you know, it's it is like sometimes when you think you know it all and you think and you're convinced that this temporary thing, this this whatever is going on is it, and you fucking make your whole identity that fucking thing, you become a fucking slave to your identity and you end up yeah. becoming a lame motherfucker. 100%. Well, you know, it, it's really cool uh, Did you say that because I was talking to a client today who's like uh, an alcoholic. Like, I used to like drink with this girl and like hang out and party. You know what I'm saying? Is it and, who uh, I think it I, is? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think you know this lady. But uh, she's not like, she's heavily like, tattooed one that comes in all the time. That I that. No, no, no. She has like a couple of. Anyways, fucking. Um, so she was talking about like, you know, she had to like throughout becoming sober. You know what I mean? And fucking uh, because she was like she was far enough to be like oh, I don't want to do this anymore at all. You know what I mean? And um, she was like, she felt like she had to like say goodbye to this old self. You know what I mean? Like she was like, okay, this old self was like something like she's kind of like mourning. She said she was kind of mourning the death of her old self. And I was like, man, I was like, fuck that. I was like, you should be proud of that because like that's a, that's you. I was like, that's a death of an ego. Like what you were saying, like you're you're realizing that 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 is not who you are. 
that that old self is not who you fucking are. You want to be, you know what I'm saying? You're you're not bound by anything. You're not bound by any fucking idea. It was like because that's what happens a lot. She was spe- specifically speaking about alcoholism, about that. You create that identity of like this is who I need to be. I need I need to go to a restaurant where there's alcohol because I need to drink. And so they all of a sudden you're the rocker with fingerless gloves, no matter where you go, because you feel like that that's who you have to be. You know what I mean? And like, so we formed those same ideas about like alcoholism and about fucking like, um, yeah, all kinds of bullshit. You know what I mean? It's kind of almost like a little crutch we use. Our, our, our ego is a crutch, right? It is. I feel like in a lot of ways, like it is padding your personality, right? Like I know for a fact that once. I gained a reputation of being like, oh, this is this hard partying dude. Then you start feeding into it. And then next thing you know, like you just feed into the caricature of yourself that other people will have blown up around you. Yeah, I feel like what it is is like it gives people a lot of sense of purpose, right? Yeah. Like the ego gives people a sense of purpose because it uh, it kind of like validates who you are. We we talk about this all the time too. Like validation of self is like basically um, what creates delusion. You know what I mean? Yeah, and we've we've definitely talked about like playing into that party guy personality and like it it's a lot of fun until you realize you've been going to the same party every day for seven years and then it's like really, really, really sad. Uh I don't know. Uh I, I, it, it, like we're all free, but the, the the truth of it is we're all free to do as we please, right? Yeah, hundred percent. And so like um the ego is what kind of like stirs us to do things in a certain way or whatever, you know what I mean? And 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 in some way could possibly control a lot of people. You know what I mean? So I guess like that to tie into what you were saying earlier, like what, what the, the subject is is like the death of an ego and humility can be like kind of paired sometimes because like you have to like fall on your face to be able to know to not to fucking do that shit no more. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think you have to know that you're a fucked up person to be able to like let go of your ego. You know what I'm saying? To be able to be like, well, this isn't not necessarily the person I, I truly am. You know what I mean? Let go of that too. Um, well, and like a more specific thing, like uh, I know there's like the whole uh, paradox in therapy or or psychology where it's like if you ask your psychologist if I'm a sociopath or if I'm a psychopath, and they're like, if you're fucking Self, if you're self-aware enough to ask, then no, you're not. Ah, you know, that's. That is cool. I mean, I. Well, I you know, it's, it's very, very true. Like what you're saying too, because I feel like the uh, the things that people get obsessed with that that is the ego too. Is like the thing that's what the things you're gonna get obsessed with is all about yourself. And like uh, Sally told me that her boss used to always tell her, if you knew how little people actually thought about you you'd be offended. You know what I mean? Like, people are always so obsessed with, like, how, uh, like, like, well, what about what this people think? What would that person think? And, like, I have to do it this way because this person is going to be there or I have to do it this way. You know what I mean? Or, like, all these other these weird scenarios, you're like, you're like, oh, that dude is being a dick or they, they think they think this about me. Meanwhile, then they don't even, you're, you're not even an afterthought. Yeah, they're thinking about themselves. Yeah, it's you know everybody everybody suffers from uh, what did somebody tell me the other day? It's called main character syndrome, right? Yeah, uh, yeah that's what I'm saying. So the ego gives the purpose, right? Yeah. And then like so that's the the 
the thing is, like, if you can forget that the purpose is, or admit that the purpose is not about you, we we are not the purpose, right? The purpose is like, like it's it's kind of everybody's purpose, right? The purpose I don't know, is shared. I don't fucking know. Who fucking knows? But I know that fucking ego gets you in trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent, absolutely, dude. Um, and that's like the other thing we were talking about. Where like when it comes back to it, is like it's funny how how impactful this is on every aspect of your life whether it's your career whether it's your 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 social life whether it's your relationships whether it's whatever that like this is such an like all-encompassing theme of, yeah, of life consistent right that's yeah. what i was saying at the beginning it's like it's not something that you it's something you were forever going to be working on and yeah. you know what's really really funny too is that it's not just like a, a you don't want to get rid of ego because we were saying that's a healthy thing too like, uh, like artists have to have an ego, right? You, like, dude, uh, athlete. If you're a professional athlete, athlete you you have to have that mentality of yo, I am better than all these other motherfuckers, or else you'll never be better than these motherfuckers. Understand? That's what I'm saying. That that's what makes people like rise to be better fucking people. You know what I mean? And so I don't know. So there's, there's some sort of like balance in between even that. You know what I mean? There's literally like no one like specific. Dick, I don't know. I don't know the the the, the one anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, you have to like not have an ego, but have have some ego. You know what I mean? I don't know. It is like it is a fucked up duality of man situation of like you're looking at the Vietnam soldier's helmet where one side says, you know, fucking peace to mankind, and the other side says born to kill. Like, yeah. what, what side is right? Where in the middle is the balance? Where do you fucking lean? What are you, like... And I think it comes down to situation by situation and just... I agree with that. I think that, like, that's, like, uh, maybe a lot of what we're talking about now, too, is, like, we, just... The truth is, the truth is, we're always gonna be fucked up. You know what I mean? And so that's why you have to, like, be willing to admit that so that you can do better every day. We'll do better with at least the situation at hand, I guess. The situation that's immediately at hand to you, you know? At the very least, when I start... To me, my standard that I've always held myself to, and I don't know if... if My standard that I'd like to think that I've always held myself to, I don't even know if I have always, but... (laughs) When I start putting my... My wants in front of anybody else's needs is when I know I'm being a selfish dick. I feel like that's a good value, you know what I'm saying? I th- you know, what, you know, what I think it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's super, super perfect. You know what I mean? It's like easy, easy way to fucking make a gauge. And what, at the same time, at the same time, like, yo, I'm not gonna be a doorstep, but I'm also here for anybody that actually cares about me and anybody that I actually care about. And as soon as I start fucking putting my wants in front of, not anybody, but one of my people's, one of my friends, one of my families, one of my people's needs, as soon as my wants come before them and people are going without so that I can go with I'm fucking up yeah you you something else you just like kind of made me think too is like that that's like a it's almost like what the, the part we're talking about is kind of the beginning part of a of a new development you know what I mean and it's like like I said if and if you do put your uh your people's like needs in front of your wants what happens after that, like, what happens after this, like, when you choose to, like, like I said, like, either let the ego die or choose to, like, you know, do whatever, you, you know what I mean, admit you're flawed and, and learn from your mistakes. What happens from that is, like, something what kind of blossoms and grows from that. A friendship, 
per, per se, you know what I'm saying? From like putting other people's uh, needs in front or respect, you know what I'm saying? Fucking like all these other things built from that. And literally, you actually become a better person. Not not your ego, but your, your true self becomes a better person because you've already like literally gained like respect points. You've like literally fucking like, you know what I'm saying? Like done these things that are actually going to benefit you for real in life. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd so, like to think so, for sure. Yeah, and that's what's kind of cool about it is like, that that's the other aspect of like this whole like, you know, it sounds pretty depressing and ugly to say like, oh, we're always going to be flawed. But, but we that, are. That, but that, I think that the, uh, the, the other hand of that is that we're always going to be growing if we think that, you know what I mean? And so that means that you're literally just getting better and better and better every day. But that's that yeah, self-awareness that comes with a level of humility. Yeah. And, yeah, and, it's, I, think it's like, and I think they said the growth is the thing. With, with, with the self-awareness and, and, and the, act, the decisiveness to do something about it comes growth. You know what I mean? And then from that growth, like you said, comes the blossoming of like all these other things in your life that, that, that you're going to benefit from for like say, new New jobs, new friends, new whatever, you know what I mean? Well, it's like that uh, That chick that I've been talking to a lot has been, like, really beneficial on, like, kind of putting, not necessarily putting me in my place, but allowing me, like, to, like, for her to point out the things that I'm doing wrong and from a healthy standpoint, not, like, a nitpicky, cunty standpoint, but where she's, yeah. like, what she's, it's like, what she's, put, what she's put me on to is, like, obviously you care. Obviously, you don't want to hurt anybody. Obviously, like, you love the people that you love. Your issue is, for me, for what she's saying to me, is uh, time and place, right? right. For me, it's, it comes down to time and place. Time and place to make certain jokes. Time and place to fucking compare things in your life to my life. Time and place to fucking be a certain way around people. And so since she's, like, brought that to my... Uh, to to eye level for me and let me yeah, know yeah, from yeah, a level yeah, of like you never, you never see. It's funny how you never see stuff until you see it. And then you're like, oh shit, that's like me all the time. All <laughs> and like still all the time with her, where I'm like, oh shit, like you said, baby, time and place. Because like I never come at anything with a bad intention, yeah. but yeah. I'm kind of retarded. So <laughs> like, it, she, it reminds me like uh, my homie he had. He was like his nephews were living with him. And like he was like thirteen, you know what I mean? And fucking the the kid comes in and makes like a fucking the the, the dude gets on to him. That's what it is. The the dude gets on to him, and the kid like makes a joke about it, and it's super 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 funny. He's like, man, he's like, you got a really good joke. He's like, but you got to worry about your like your timing. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you can't, you got, you know what I mean? The you got if you can time things right, you're gonna fucking win, but. Otherwise, dude, you're gonna fuck. All you're gonna do is make it worse. You're just gonna piss you know? people off. Oh yeah. And that's For what real. that's that's like. And so since she's told me that, like, there's been certain situations where, like, like I went to Vegas with her last week, and like, she straight up the whole time I was like on top of my shit because I didn't want to get too drunk in front of her. I didn't want to embarrass myself. I didn't want to fucking because she was really concerned about that because she knows how the fuck I get. Yeah. And uh, the whole time, she's like, "You're doing a really good job. You're doing a really good job." And for the first time in it's, my, it's a pretty funny thing for people to say to you. And too. but like, like, it was from you're like a really good job, but not getting blacked out. And it was like, it was from like a non condescending. Like she was like, yeah, no, being she was really bad very genuine about like, "Yo, you're yeah. doing." Good. 
And for the first time in my adult life, I had been pacing myself all day. We were at the cabana at the fucking pool, and we got a little fucked up, and I started drinking a little more, and I even went, I think I'm getting a little too fucked up, and I took an hour off of drinking at the pool and just drank water for an hour, and I don't... And I fucking, I sobered up, to, and then I was able to drink the rest of the night. the rest of the night, right? The rest of the night. Dude, that every time that's ever happened to me, like, any time that I've ever made that decision to be like, hey, I'm, I need to chill the fuck out for a second. I was the one that was, like, able to stay up the, the, the fucking, like, to the end of the night. Dude, I've never... You, because then you get, you kind of, like, refocus your mind to be able to fucking, like, be like, ah, I'm not, I'm not wild, man, again. I'm, like, paying attention. Dude, I've never made that decision in my adult life. I don't think there's a single time where I can recall making the decision to be like, yo, I should fuck. And she didn't tell me to. Like, I did it on my own. And I made the decision where I was like, I'm going to stop drinking for an hour and just drink water. And Bravo. like, dude, I think like legitimately, I think that's the only time I've ever made that decision in my life. Ever. And I was like, whoa. You got a new trick in your bag. It's called stop drinking. <laughs> temporarily temporarily and what I've always said is that, that quote from Fight Club where it's like for men uh, self-improvement ends at masturbation but I think I just fucking I just leveled up dude <laughs> the, hour, the hour off water break you know what I mean I've never been that dude like if anything I'd be like That's oh like, let me find someone to sell me Adderall and then I'll be alright it's probably pretty easy to do at a Vegas hotel like pool though you're like, I'm just going to swim. It's like, I've already got a good buzz. I'm just going to swim around for a while. <laughs> dude, and let me tell you. Well, it's a big I'm ass. It's still, like, still, I'm sure it's still like, pretty fun, right? It's a, Dude, it was so. It's a big ass party pool. And let me tell you, there is a specific genre of EDM called. It's not, I don't know if it's called this or not, but I call it Vegas Pool Party EDM. It's. <laughs> I feel like it's just like you know exactly what I'm talking. Yeah, party, party itself with like just enough like mixed in. Like, it's like the, ju- it's pop songs. DJ pop stuff. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Like with like, so it's still like a dance music. But then it has like the lyric. It's got the Alvin and the Chipmunk version of like Rihanna lyrics over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like just just enough of a song. You start thinking about it before it like changes into the next one, right? And Loki, I hate EDM, but when I'm shit faced at a Vegas pool party, I'm uh, into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Be alright, dude. It's low key pretty fun. And then there's just like fist pump parts where I'm just like, dude, I am the situation. <laughs> it sounds pretty cool. It sounds like a good time. Yeah, yeah, it was super fucking fun. But it was crazy, dude. Like I've never, I don't think I've ever made. And you know what it was like. It wasn't just me trying to be on my best behavior in front of this chick because my cousin was already there. He was in town for the wedding and shit, and she already knows all my homies. She's involved in hardcore, and so, like, she knew who I was, like, before she was, like, like, we started flirting, and she was, like, oh, you're that, Landon. And I was, like, yeah, yeah, the fuck I am. And she's, like, dude, the one that took a shit out of a moving car and then broke that dude's face, and, like, I'm, like, yeah, dude, that's me. Uh, <laughs> that's what she said really <laughs> I, it, it's some like i'm she said a couple of things something along those lines I, it was like stories that are on that dude there's so many stories that are on that level that it, <laughs> and so my cousin the whole time was like yeah every time i hang out with this motherfucker we end up he ends up getting beat up by like four dudes and i'm just like yeah 
<laughs> like, that's me, dog. <laughs> funny, man. It was sick though, dude. It was a lot of fun, and then, it, but it was like, a, it was like a, it wasn't even a at the point of me trying to impress her. It was just me trying to be like respectful for yourself and everybody else. Yeah, I think I'm done being the biggest idiot in the room. I'm still gonna be an yeah, idiot. I think, I think, like you said, that, I think there's just a little bit more respect to the to everything, like, to the situation, to yourself, to the other people. Like, there's just a little bit more, like, a, well, that's what I've been talking to Vera about. It's like a little bit more mindfulness to it, right? That's a good way to put it. Mindfulness. You know what I'm saying? It was mindful. Actually it, you've actually thought about what's happening, and you think about like where you're at in the situation, and you're like, like we're like, oh, I'm going to not be the fucking mindless one that's what i think that's what that i think that's probably one of my most like um one of the things i love most about getting like fucked up drunk or or high or anything is that i can be mindless i can like not think about anything and detach and then you're like and then you're like free roaming you know what i'm saying but what, what, what ends up happening is while that while your mind is like off into Lolo La La Land, you know what I mean? The rest of the world is just like dealing with you being a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? And so like, not to be a dick, but this is like what I try to tell my daughter all the time too. I'm like, you gotta fucking pay attention because you're you're just standing there off in the space doing whatever, and we're all we're we're here saying, put on your shoes, put on your shoes, put on your shoes, put on your shoes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not very much different than what happens when I'm that drunk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, and that's what I've always told everybody. Like, uh, like this chick, obviously, she doesn't know you guys, but I'm like, I've tried to explain, like, you and our friendship, where I'm like, Per is the only person I know that has the exact kind of retardation that I have. Like, our shit is the same bad shit. And so, like, but that level, like, I never really thought of it from that word of, like, mindfulness. Genuinely you know you know uh genuinely just trying to be more like aware and not it's happening yeah yeah just trying to be mindful and uh it's never that i've ever 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 made like tried to be the main fucking character but as soon as i'm like 17 beers in which is way more beers than anybody needs to be in most situations and to me that's like relatively normal it's like oh next thing i know i'm like being a problem right Right. I never want to be a problem. Sober me never. The last thing I ever want to be is a problem. It's weird. There's always that weird fine line, right? It's always, it's always so hard to do it. You know what I mean? It's always so much fun to to ride it. You know, dude. And it's you. You and I have that same thing of like, it. It's that 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 missing thing that like where a dog will eat so much that it eats until it throws up and then it eats its own throw up. That's like me when it comes to drugs and alcohol, where it's like, I'm having fun, everyone's having fun. I'm having fun, everyone's having fun. Oh, I'm the only one having fun, but I'm having fun. <laughs> well, like you said, you know, you, you fucking, like, uh, you did that, you said the first time you ever fucking, like, stopped drinking, right? Yeah. It, she didn't and even, I, t- she didn't even tell me. She, like, uh, like, that, that happens more and more, though, too, because I used to be, like, really, like, I used to be, like, one of those drug guys, so I was like, I'm going to do all the drugs, you know what I mean? I just like fucking like I just don't enjoy them the same way I used to. I don't, I don't even like want to do them anymore. The I didn't way. do any drugs that whole weekend with her. Just drank. Awesome. She doesn't do drugs, so uh, okay. and and but she also wasn't even like she didn't have to. She didn't tell me 
hey, maybe you should chill out. I just saw the way everyone was reacting to my, my joke started to get a little racier and racier. And I saw everybody's faces not laughing as hard as they were. And I was like, okay, I'm starting to get embarrassing. I need to chill. It was like, it was a conscious decision. It wasn't an outside influence telling me, yo, you need to chill. Because if an outside influence tells me like, hey, you should chill out, I'm going to do the complete opposite. It's just the people's faces. You're like, oh, I can see the faces they're making happy. <laughs> You're like, yo, I just called someone a bleep this pool. Maybe I should chill out. Oh, man, it's awesome. It was like, yeah, it's what I think it is when you know you start like dropping stuff you shouldn't be dropping. You know what happens to me? Like whenever I uh, I drink, like say like a birthday, kid's birthday party or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where you're like, it shouldn't be getting that lit. And like, but then like I drink a six pack and like, you know, an hour. And so you're starting to feel pretty good. And like, you know what I mean? Next thing you know, your child's classmates mom isn't yeah. laughing at your jokes anymore oh yeah that's what i'm saying like, or like every other word like i have a bad habit like you know how some people like want to smoke whenever they drink whenever i drink i drop f-bombs like fucking every other word you know what i'm saying so yeah dude it, it, it's bad whenever you get that fucking comfortable comfortability and you like realize that like these people don't talk the same way that I do. You're like, oh, everybody, everybody under four foot fucking three just heard me yell the word cunt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Analingus. <laughs> it's it, it 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 was like, and I'm dude. If somebody had told me like, yo, chill out, I would have been like, fuck you, and start. I would have been a problem. And you know what's so funny is we were in this fucking pool party and the whole weekend everybody was like, because we were drunk at one point, because she's like a power lifter. So the whole joke is like power lifter girlfriend, jujitsu boyfriend, because yeah. I'm like noodly and fucking weird and she's like buff. And yeah. and so like, you go, you go like wrestling around. at yeah. one point, like she put me on her shoulders and I was drunk and we were just like, who the fuck wants to play chicken? And... My cousin got up on his girlfriend's shoulders and we smashed them and shit. It was super cool. But, uh, and so like, and then like, you know, she was dancing, I was dancing, I was picking her up, she was picking me up. It was like dumb and fun and shit. And like, she, like, people were coming up to her the whole weekend and they're like, you guys are so cute. How long have you guys been together? And she's just like, yo, we just met yesterday. And people thought she was joking, but we had, we had, Someone asked her if she was famous. Someone asked me, like three people called me Post Malone. And then... Uh, you a gay thing though, I'm sure. Like, yeah. You said you're a, what did that dude you work with say about you? Look like, uh, uh, he's like, damn, you look party. like if Post Malone tried starving himself to death. Because <laughs> like these fools, they don't know what like punk rocker fools look like. They just see face tattoo white dude with long hair. And they're like, they're like, oh, I don't think you're like, you, yeah, but you rap. You, you rap. You rap too. Valid point. Uh, and then this other, this other fools came up, and they were like, "This dude came up, and he was like, you look like, you two look like, Russell Brand and Katy Perry.'" <laughs> Which I was like, dude. You're, you're like. Thanks. Also, which one's which? <laughs> you know what I mean? like, well, because she has she has a fucking buzz cut, so yeah, yeah, she's I, got oh, short hair, right? Yeah, yeah. So she's 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 growing it out from a fucking full shaved head, 
And yeah, so yeah. I've always told her she hates a joke, but I'm like, damn, we look like a lesbian couple. <laughs> and she, like, does not think that's funny. But I think it's pretty fucking funny. I think uh, it's pretty funny. Yeah, and then she's like, you guys look like Russell Brand and Katy Perry. And I'm like, oh, all right, then the bug off, cunt. Like, I'm like, what am I supposed to like, I don't look like. And then I was like, that's pretty funny because everybody else says that I look like Kid Rock. And he was like, my wife, my wife said you look like fucking Kid Rock, dude. <laughs> Dude, like, I'm one of his illegitimate children. <laughs> dude, 2002 Kid Rock, I'm telling you, he was the blueprint for people like me, dude. I just, Kid Rock walked so I could run, you know what I'm saying, dude? I just like that, like, the, the only seven Kid Rock songs that I love is just him listing oh. things that he likes and doesn't like. Where he's just like, uh, skinny models, you can keep those. I like big corn-fed Midwestern hoes. Like, it's just the songs of him listing. Well, that's why I, I introduced the kids to Kid Rock the other day. Did you? Like, I was, like I, we were like, uh, it was like we are going through, like, coming from a wedding. And I was like, what, what song can we listen to? I was like, Bawada. Bawada, Bawada, Bang, Bang, Digga, Digga, Bang, 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 it's like I started like I started doing it to Vera, just like saying it to her, like as it, it starts off with the slow like chanting of the bottom band. She's like listening all crazy and she's just like, What the like she can tell, like, what the fuck are you saying? You know what I mean? Dude, my dad fucking tortured me with that shit. Now I grew up to be oh, that. Yeah, yeah. But that's no, like, dude, I think we talked what I'm about. I'm trying to do is torture her with it a little bit. Dude, he had that little me. rapping midget that was on his posse, Joe C. Do you remember Joe C? Yeah, yeah. When he's like, they call they, uh, J O E to the C, ho. Call me Joe C. I'm a freak, ho. And then he says something where he's just like, what's he say? Uh, something, something. Fuck the critics. Uh, fuck the jit. Three foot nine with a ten foot dick, and I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> that midget blew your mind, dude. Yeah, um, my mom. I don't know if we talked about this on the last episode or not. We might have because we did talk about me and my dad going to beat those dudes up while we were listening to Kid Rock. But no, so it's did talk about this. but my mom. I tried to dress up as Joe C for Halloween, and my dad is Kid Rock, and she wouldn't let us do it. Yeah, that's a, that's a real shame. Yo, I was about to say, yo, it's still a dream, dude. You can still make it happen. Yeah, you know that was I mean? way bigger than I am. <laughs> Who, your dad? Yeah. Yeah, that's why it makes more sense, you know what I mean? Like... Dude, what's crazy, though, is I'm definitely tall. Like, he used to be, like, 5'11", and years of, like, heavy lifting and steroids. Oh, not taller than you? No, he used, to, he used to be 5'11", and I'm 5'11". He used to be 5'11". Years of steroids and heavy lifting and fucking, like, and he's also 60 years old. That motherfucker's, like, 5'9 now. Like, I'm, like, yay much taller. And I didn't used to be yay much taller. all those, like, all those tense muscles shrink you a bit, huh? Yeah, yeah. He's been going to chiropractor, and they're like, yo, this happens to every bodybuilder. Like, you just pull yourself into itself. Gravity, yeah, dude. You, you, and also, like, you're constricting, so you're just, like, crunching yourself up, right? You're like, you're just like, you're crushing, you're literally crushing yourself with your own muscles. They're like, oh, uh, with the trajectory at this time and date, with the amount of time that you put into this, we predict within the next eight years, you will be all of about five foot six. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta get off of the crunches, man. You gotta lay off the juice, brother law. Shit, well, I guess might as well roll into these fucking licks, dude. Yeah, I'm down with that, man. Fucking... I, I, 
Should I start this time, I guess? You yeah. Last time. Lick it off, dude. Well, Lick it off. off. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm like, I, I, I don't, I always like to try not to do too much tablet time with the kids or like too much screen time or whatever the crap, you know what I mean? Uh, so, with that, like, because I try, I'm like too aware of that probably, I mean, we don't spend a whole lot of time together like watching TV and like, uh, playing games and stuff like that. You just playing outside for the most part. From my experience of being around a, with you a guys. lot of times, you know what I mean. And so, like, especially if we're gonna do something interactive together, if I'm gonna play with kids, I try to do that, you know. Um, but I still like try to like respect the fact that they're kids and want to like be a part of whatever. So uh, this is actually super funny. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think about this part of the story, but. So we went to the fucking game store because they've been super good at uh, the grappling classes. They've been good at everything they're doing, and I promised them, like, like if y'all can do, like, one class where y'all don't get in trouble, I'll buy y'all some games. It's <laughs> in the, the grappling classes in the mall, and so the game store's in the mall. And before we get there early, we go look at stuff. And so they went and, like, they picked out the games they liked, you know what I mean? And I was like, well, I'll buy them for you if you just do one class without getting in trouble, you know what I mean? Some serious incentivizing. And, uh, so they, they did they did it like probably like the next fucking like three third class I think, but I didn't fucking like get a chance to go buy the fucking games for them for like I don't know probably a week after that, and so I felt bad that it took so long. I was like we're gonna I was like they got fucking like Guitar Hero we're getting that you know what I mean they got this we're getting that you know what I mean those are cool was, games like, yeah it's not know, like Minecraft like, and shit. Well, and I, I let them also pick the, whatever games they wanted too, because they're cheap, but they're all used. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I, I spent like a hundred bucks on like just getting some stuff. And I would go home. We're like, yeah, we're gonna have a, a, a video game night. You know what I mean? And uh, I get there and like I, I try to make the guitar hero thing work. It's like not working at all. And I'm like, why the fuck is not working? And I look and I was like, oh, it's the Wii U. We have, we have, this. I have the old, old Wii, this is how bad I am, they like, I don't even have like the, the, the modern Wii, I have the fucking like old one, which doesn't play like new games, I guess, or whatever, I didn't know that either, and so, it's it's completely different like thing, it doesn't, they're not compatible, all the games, like, n- none of them work, like, I spent $100 on shit I can't fucking use, <laughs> and then they get a, the game store's gonna buy them back half the price. <laughs> no, we had the receipt, and so I went there the next day, and I was like, "Listen, I was like, I know I fucked up. I was like, but I didn't, like, I can't use none of these fucking games. Like, I, was I like, genuinely didn't know. Well, so I was like, just give me the racing store credit. I'll just spend the fuck. I'm just gonna buy different stuff with it. I'm not asking for money back. You know what I mean? And they're like, "Yeah, that's fine. We don't care." And uh, I, I even like spent a thirty dollars more than when I did the first. Was that time that you too. went to? Was it GameFX or whatever? Yeah, in the mall. Uh, I know the owner there, so he's like always trying to support that. that hey, dude, dude, shout out, fucking was it? Is it Game Game X, Game FX, Games? I think it's FX, right? Shout out the game store in the Temple Mall. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool store too. I man. bought a it's bunch like, of PlayStation Two games there a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, it is. It's a no, cool no, store. yeah, they they're cool. Really good stories. They got, I think there's quality. You know I, mean? I think I think I had remember running into the owner of that store, and he just like looked at all the tattoos I had, and he was like, "Lucky in love," and I was like, "Yeah, I actually worked there," and he was like, "Purr's the man," and I was like, "Yeah, that's my homie." <laughs> Yo, dude, you know, dude, this is crazy, man. Like, he has all this crazy Nerf gear in there, and like they'll fucking like just started tagging customers and shit like that, dude. Like yeah. they'll fucking like that store is tight. Out. 
and they'll like oh they'll like go through the mall and start like shooting random people in the fucking mall and shit like they get like pretty wild up there yeah shout out those dudes in the temple mall go support them if you're in the 254 area yeah fuck yeah and so anyways I got the the second time we went you know what I mean we got the games that actually work for our fucking Wii which aren't they're not they're not as like modern you know what I'm saying they're a little older which is kind of cool too because going to back to the whole part of the story is we got fucking uh, Lego Star Wars Part Three with yeah, that game War. kicks ass, dude. Yeah, and so like, evidently that's a classic one. I didn't really know how how big of a deal it was, and like me. That's from Kate, my childhood. Yeah, like everybody I've talked to, like we're like they're like that's a fun fucking game. You know what I mean? And uh, so Saturday morning, uh, me and Leon got to just like play video games together for like probably got an hour and a half while Vera and Sally went to Girl Scouts cleanup thing. And um, it was just cool because it was like not, you know, it's like not serious playing video games. Nothing's too like focused. It was just, I don't know. It was just fucking awesome. We both, both really, really enjoyed like chilling on the couch and playing video games, and, like talking crap and eating junk. You know what I'm saying? And it was fun. You know what I mean? You know how that goes. Yeah. And then, like, the very next day, uh, I got to do the same thing with Vera, where um, everybody was asleep. She woke up about 8, and uh, nobody woke up for a good, like, hour and a half after that. So me and her just played video games, the same game. You know what I mean? And uh, she really enjoyed it. Same fucking thing. We just nerded out. You know what I mean? And it was just super Sick. tight, man. Honestly, it was just, like, it was, like, really, like, good time that I spent with my kiddos. It was a, kind of a cool thing, like... And it kind of, like, let me also, like, let my guard down to some things that I obviously, like, you know what I mean? Like, have to be willing to let my kids want to do, you know what I mean? And participate with them. It was almost like, I feel like it's almost like, like, it wasn't, like, dad time. It was, like, homie time with the kids. Yes. Which is cool. Like, I feel like I never really had that growing up except for, like, a few nights where, like, my, after my parents split, my dad would, like, sneak back into our house, and it would be, like, I'd be the only one up, and I was, like, four or five. I'd walk down the stairs and be, like, you're watching The Chappelle Show or Fear Factor? And then he'd be, like, yeah, just come here. Just, like, shh, and just, like, come here. And those yeah. are, like, the only moments in my childhood that I feel like I had, like, homie time with a parent. And, and I, I feel like that's you, important. It's really cool that you say that because, like, at that point, you're, like, literally, like, physically close to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because you said, like, he can make weird. You just gotta, I, I remember gotta, being, like, four or five, and my dad would, like, I'd be, like, snuggled up with him watching, like, yeah. Fear Factor or The Chappelle Show. And, like, I knew, like, yo, like, I probably, I'm, like, four. I shouldn't be watching this or whatever. But it was, like, I'm sure, like, him. Well, it's, not, it's very comforting to have that. Like, it's not, it doesn't seem, like, so wild whenever you're, like, you, you have this, like, person you respect and love so much, like, holding you. And then it's just yeah. like, that's your little, like, for you as a dad, that's your, your little buddy right there next to you just yeah. doing your thing. For sure, you know what I mean? And it so kind of transcends, it kind of transcends that barrier of, like, parent-child, and it just becomes like, think, hey, honestly, we're just hanging it's, it's, out. It's a, I think that is, like, a parent-child thing. I think it's a normal thing, you know what I mean? Like, it's probably, like, way more common for that to happen, like, previous for, times in history, or, like, maybe not, but... That, that thing that's a normal thing for like parents and like kids to bond that way. Like, I know. I definitely like. I definitely like have a very like a very vivid memory of those kind of experiences. Yeah. I mean, so it I, all I, revolves I, around like Tyrone Bigums and shit, but. <laughs> that's all. That's great, right? Those are classics. Yeah, it's probably why I'm like so fucked up now or whatever. But. <laughs> awesome. 
Hell yeah, that's so sick, dude. I'm I'm really glad you guys had that. And like I'm really glad that it was like uh, so it's like I think it was something I also like didn't realize till it was over too. Like I was like, man, that was actually super cool. That was you know sick I mean? as fuck. Otherwise you because you just like in the morning, you're just like, oh, we're just like, you know, we're morning vegging, you know what I mean? But it turned out to be pretty cool, so. Hell yeah. yeah dude. That's fucking tight, dude. I'm really glad you guys had that because it is like, it is those little moments in between where it's like, oh, like, this isn't just a disciplinarian. This is somebody yeah, that actually like, enjoys. Yeah, I, like, I like to play outside with them, but it's, it's hard because I'm still like an adult. Whenever we like, we're like, oh, let's play the football or let's do something outside or do any, anything we're trying to like do you know what i mean like i'm just like an adult instructing you know what i mean i'm not showing like, them how to throw a ball showing them how not, to hit a ball yeah and i'm not i'm not playing we're not we're not just like like you said like homies playing it kind of like, transcends I mean, I, that like disciplinarian level of yes, like uh, now yeah, we're on the, we're on the same plane yes yes definitely which is super sick dude like i i, I really think that's fucking amazing honestly rare and i feel very lucky for it because i'll tell you it's hard to be on the same plane as your kids they're um they're much i feel like the kids are usually on a much like better plane than we are you know what i mean and so it's hard to get it's hard to get that high you guys were both able to like lose that like there's a level of mindfulness like we were talking about that you can lose and still like not be harmful and it's like you were able to lose a level of mindfulness it's and... weird how that balance works yeah, yeah. You, you have to like uh because that's the thing, same thing about drinking or something like that. You know, like, you have to be able to, like, cut loose a little bit to have some fun. Cut loose too much. Too much fun. You know Next thing you know, like, your kid's baby. kicking your ass at fucking Lego Star Wars. Oh, my God. That'll never happen. It's not going to be your games. <laughs> 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 that's so fucking funny. Uh, yeah, so I guess I'll get into my lick was, uh, one of my, one of my really good homies who, uh, we were deployed together, my brother Grant, uh, we, we spent a year overseas together, well, he showed up about halfway through my year. Uh, so that was whenever you were in Korea, or? Yeah, 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 when I was in, not in Abu Dhabi, when I was in Korea, yeah, yeah. and, uh, he was a dude where when him and I had met overseas, he was like, one day I was walking by and I heard somebody listening to the crowbar in the barracks. Oh, yeah. And he's from Beaumont, Texas. He's a he's a Harley mechanic. He's you know he's 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 on his shit and uh, he's a metalhead dude. And I walked by and he was listening to crowbar and I walked in his room and he didn't know shit about shit about hardcore. And so I was like, yo, you like crowbar? Well, shit. Let me show you, like, it's probably like, yeah, that is like right, right where we go from there. You know what yeah, I, mean? the, I was like, yo, if you like Crowbar, let me show you, like, I hate God, and he had, he was already into like Down and Super Joint Ritual and Pantera. Really stonery, like, yeah, yeah. yeah just like, like so also like the really aggressive stoner metal. Super, like, right. super, super sludgy, aggressive metal in general. He was like really into Pantera and shit and Crowbar, and I was like, yo. And I think he had already known who, like, Hatebreed was. And to him, to a lot of people, Hatebreed is just a metal band. People don't realize that Hatebreed is, like, a hardcore thing. Right. And so I think I put him on to, I was like, yo, here's the Balba, here's Madball, here's Blood for Blood, here's Death Before Dishonor. And he was like, oh, shit, dude. And uh, he was one of the fools I was overseas with when, like, 
when you're in the military, like all the fuck up fools find each other, and when you're deployed, you can't find drugs. So he was one of those fools where like we went through that big computer duster phase together and shit. Where we were just doing like hella computer you know, duster. Yeah, the, 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 no, this is gonna do this shit with me. You're gonna do it with me. That's fucking tight. That, that, we bonding. went through. We went through like there was like six of our close homies where it was like every it was like dudes that were into like down south rap, metal. And like old school hip hop and me that were just doing like computer duster together. And like dudes that were in like Kodak Black and shit. We were just doing like computer duster together every day for like four months. <laughs> but like, you know, like the fuck up kids find each other. No matter what kind of background you are, whether you're yeah. a black dude from fucking Mobile, Alabama, or a white dude from like the fucking backwoods of Gainesville, Florida, or like a fucking whatever the fuck you want to call me. You know what I mean? Like it, it is like you find each other, and so he was one of those dudes. And then him and I have always just stayed super tight. And so like through metal, I got him into hardcore. And uh, but he's never, you know, he's bounced around a bunch since he's been out, and he's never really been a, like a part of a scene or whatever. And so uh, he went. He's from Beaumont, and uh, he's been on the GI Bill the way I have, but he's been at school at the Harley or the Motorcycle Mechanics Institute in Phoenix. And so I went out to see him and because Phoenix to LA is like a six hour drive. It's the same dude that drove the flu yeah, all the, the, the way. That's it, that's it. He he also like helped you out big time with that fucking uh, when you were when you first were moving out of Texas. Yeah, yeah. Right? He he flew I flew him on because uh our other homeboy was gonna go with me then shit came up. On a one-day notice, he flew from I, – I bought his ticket, but a one-way ticket from Phoenix to Austin. And then we got in a U-Haul with all my shit, him and Bowie, my 120-pound fucking dog. I remember, I remember you leaving with that fucking U-Haul, and, like, Bowie was, like, sitting in the place where that dude was going to be sitting. That was like, I don't know how they're going to fucking do that shit. You know, I, was, I was like, I don't know how they're going to fit two dudes in that big old dog and that fucking... The U-Haul cab was a little bit tight. It, was, right? it had a bench seat in the middle that was about two and a half feet. And the whole ride, Bowie just laid on top of both, both of us. But he was good. Like, Bowie was cool. He was calm. He was like, Bowie was happy to be there. Yeah, but my homie was like, dude, we did that ride. I picked him up from the Austin airport in the U-Haul with Bowie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. know if the U-Haul was going to make it under the tunnels and shit. And so I picked him up, and then we did a drive. It was 18 straight hours from – we didn't stop for a hotel. We did like a little bit of Adderall, two to a little bit of Adderall. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we yeah. switched off in the passenger seat, and we drove 18 straight hours from L.A. to Phoenix – or from Austin to Phoenix, I'm sorry, and then crashed in his apartment for like five hours. And then Bowie and I got up and did the last six hours of the drive by ourselves – but he did that on one day notice. Like he was dropped everything and flew that's out. That's good. That's a good homie. He's a like a real deal fucking homie. I love this dude to death. But he's graduating. So then I went to go see him out in Phoenix a couple months ago, and yeah. then he's graduating from Phoenix next week and going back to Beaumont. And he was like, "Well, I've never been to L.A." And I was like, "Well, dude, you're six hours away. Fucking come to L.A. for a weekend before you go back to Tex for to East Texas." And you never come to California. And so he came out. I picked him up from the airport. It was a little bit of a shit show at first because he got drunk at the airport and missed his first flight. And then they kept pushing his flight. But it was cool. I picked him up. 
we uh, the first thing he wanted to do was get in and out. We got in and out. We came back to the house. We got drunk. We woke up, and the next day, my other homie, who I actually didn't know in person, but was like a homie of other homies, California hardcore dude from the Bay, my homie Mikey C. Um, he moved to Pennsylvania last year, and three weeks ago, his fucking house burned down. And so he, uh, off of insurance and some help from like GoFundMe, everybody in the hardcore scene, like, you know, sent some money his way. He was able to come home and visit his family for the first time in a year and get a new apartment. So we picked, I picked, I had already had my other homie with me, and we picked the other homie up. Neither of them had been to Venice Beach. So we stopped at a weed clinic. I bought both of them a bunch of fucking bud. I don't smoke, but they do. And so they just like chiefed it all the way down to Venice Beach, got to Venice Beach, ate food, had some drinks. I took them to that basketball court where they did the American History X scene. We went to the Venice fucking skate park. We were chilling all day. And then we drove up down Hollywood Boulevard on the way back to the homie's house and then just like kicked it with a bunch of L.A. hardcore fools and just like... My homie, the one who's from California and hasn't been back in a year, and then my other homie who's like, I got him into hardcore, was like, yo, we're hanging with a homie from this band and this band and this band. He's like, you showed me all those bands. I love those fucking bands. I'm like, yeah, those are my homies. And he's just like, yo, what the fuck? And we were just like partying, fucking, and smoking and fucking hanging out with just like all these LA hardcore fools, and these fools were just happy as fuck. Fuck to be there. It's like a fucking fun ass time, man. Dude, it was like the sickest time. You know what I mean? Like, bro ragers. Dude, it was the sickest weekend I've had in so long, where I just had like two long distance homies in town at the same And it worked out so perfectly, and like everybody got along, and like. Dude, we got all fucking yayed out and watched the new Mortal Kombat movie on a projector in my homie's house, and we're just like fucked up yelling at the movie. Like, I don't even remember what happened. But. Dude, it was just like a fucking insanely cool weekend to be hanging out with my homeboys like that. And like, especially my other homie's about to go back to Beaumont. I'm not about to see him for a minute. And the other homie went back to Pennsylvania. I'm not going to see him for a minute. So it was just real cool that it worked out that everybody got along and like. Brad, it's like a good weekend, man. It's like a fucking, like, uh, yeah, one of those things. It's fucking. We did one of those fucking, like, things. Everything works out, right? Dude, it was so sick. Everything lined up. And then on top of that, I come to find out on Monday morning, fucking Alpha and Omega, one of my favorite hardcore bands of all time, like the L.A. equivalent of like Power Trip. They were like a crossover thrash band. They haven't played a show since like 2014. They're playing one of those insane punk shows with my other homies, Section Hate. And dude, they're playing. Alpha and Omega's doing their reunion show for free next week. Ah, damn. And dude, it's my. I literally like as soon as I found out they were playing. I'm gonna send you their album because their shit's insane. As soon as I found out they were playing, I was like, yo. As soon as they play Fueled by Sin, I don't give a fuck about vaccinations. My head's gonna explode and I'm just gonna start fucking people up. Awesome. It's one of my favorites. When I was in high school, my favorite hardcore band from when I was in high school, and they haven't yeah. played since before I joined the army. And those fools are super thrashy too. Super fucking thrashy crossover hardcore. Super cool. Dude, I'm so stoked. So it's like this week has been a fucking other than me like turning an old boy into Scarface, this week has been sick as fuck. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah, things have been pretty good lately too, I feel like. You know what I mean? Like it's a 
Upward swing. Huh? I feel like everything's on an upward swing for the most part. Yeah. We gotta keep like knuckling down. That's what I'm saying. That can make everything work. Yeah. Keep remembering what we all keep remembering their fuck ups, but we're always remembering that we uh, have the, the power to be fucking something great too. You know. Dude, just remember, remember, remembering that you don't know anything will allow you to exercise and fucking exceed on the things that you do know. To do anything, yeah, for real, right? Exactly, really? dude. It's true, cool. Yeah. yeah. I was like, uh, you know, it's weird, like, uh, I read that fucking, that uh, Indian thing, and it says something about, like, uh, the person who is, like, uh, ignorant is, like, like not in its doomed or whatever they, they, the person that has learned is worse <laughs> it's like you say you have to pass through death by ignorance and then like through like I, I can't remember like some like confidence or some shit like you fucking get through the rest you know it's just like, about you know what I mean like I, to me like life boils down to like I've made a conscious decision to be a kind idiot yeah I would rather be kind and stupid than be smart and fucking cruel yeah, for real, right? Yeah, I could, I could definitely like get onto that. You know what I mean? I think the the cool thing too is like, uh, all, we we become less and less idiots every day, though, too. You know what I mean? Like, they like said you stopped you stopped drinking at the pool, right? Somehow, yeah. some way, I fucking knew how to do that. <laughs> I didn't I didn't drag my family on a hell trip, so not, <laughs> at least not yet. So <laughs> not we'll as hellacious as it could have been. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, tight, man. I think uh, that's pretty fun. solid, dude. Let's uh Yeah, I think it was good. We'll go so, ahead. Uh, we'll take balls in and Yeah, dude, fucking balls in and uh Balls out too. Balls out later, y'all. Yeah.